KTRXX. God damn, that was fucking beautiful. <laughs> Welcome back, Stephen White. Hey, what's up, dude? You been doing all right? I've been pretty good, man. You know, just working. You know the deal. Mm-hmm. Well, let's do it how we do it. All right. Three, two, one, and who? Your mama. Definitely not the first sip of the day. No, no. This, uh, this beer you brought me, this Michelob... Is it Amberbach? Is that how you say it? Amberbach? Let me look at it again. <clears throat> yeah, Amberbach. Dark yeah. lager. <coughs> yeah, that's damn good. God damn, dude. That shit's the fucking best. Yeah, I really didn't. Honestly, I didn't expect it to be very good. I thought it was going to taste like shit. So yeah, I went to uh, uh, BJ's in the city. Not, It's not blowjobs. It's actually a pizza place. But anyway, uh, <laughs> and uh, got a, uh, it's like a sampler set, and you get from the... The pale ale, the strongest pale ale is a, a Parada, and then the uh, strongest dark beer, or dark lager, whatever you want to call it, let's call it Tatanka Stout. And the Tatanka Stout tastes like dog shit, <clears> and the pale ale tastes like misery, and the shit in between was pretty good. So I really did. I, I thought it was going to be kind of shitty, but it really wasn't at all. It was actually pretty fucking good. And if it wasn't, uh, well, you know, prices are prices, and some of us uh, have to roll dices to make uh, money happen sometimes. <laughs> but, uh Yeah. It's a damn good beer. I'd give it a, I want to give it a 9.5 out of 10, and I'd give a Corona, a Corona's probably 10, not the virus, the beer, but, you know. I'm, I'm not a big fan of Corona, to be honest. I, I do like, uh, my favorite Mexican beer is probably Dos Equis. I've had Dos Equis. And I would rate that, out of 10, probably like a 7.5. Corona would be more like a 5. Um, Bud Light would be about an eight, because yeah. it's just, you know, it's just an everyday average beer. Yeah, it's just good beer. Yeah. <clears throat> and then this Michelob shit would be my 10 out of 10. Yeah, I would, I would say, yeah, this uh, Michelob Amberbach, I would, I would give it, I want to say 9.5, and then I'd say Corona for me is probably a 10. And more just for probably nostalgia factor, uh, that I've drank it for so long, and then, you know, it's, uh, Psychological. I've had it around and shit when we've been working on cars and yeah. I've played music and bullshit like that, you know. So, welcome or, to the uh, beer podcast where all we talk about is fucking beer. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, okay, one one more thing. That if I could get two sponsors, two sponsors for this, mm-hmm. sometime in the future, I don't know when, it would be for that Michelob shit, that Michelob Amberbach Dark Lager. And it would be for Jameson, because I like I, I love whiskey and I love beer. I, I drink a lot more <coughs> beer than I do whiskey, but Jameson is my shit, and I've said it on every fucking episode that I've made so far. I'm not dissing it. I think it's good whiskey. God damn, it's so fucking good. Yeah. And then uh, it, it's 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 a little bit pricey, but it's all right. And then that shit right there is just oh my god, man. Yeah. Well, you I mean you pay for quality. That's all there is to it. I mean, Definitely, you get you get fast, good, and cheap, and that's the old three business rule. You pick two McDonald's, and, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so anyway, that's that's just the way it goes, you know. And this Michelob Amberbach is is a really good beer, you know. And uh, I tell you, if you get sponsored by these guys, I will switch, and they'll probably you know make a small fortune off of me because I drink a lot of fucking beer, you know. So it's a win win. Yes. So I I do have a question. Yeah. <clears throat> and it could be an opinion, but if you have facts. Spit them out. Um, wh- what do you think's worse for you, soda pop or beer? Oh, it's definitely soda pop. 
So, you know, obviously there's a bunch of shit in soda pop. High fructose corn syrup, shit ton of sugar. Mm-hmm. And then beer is really shit on a lot because of uh, the alcohol. That's yeah. it. The rest of it is water. And, and then obviously like barley hops or whatever the fuck they make it with. Yeah. Yeah, it's mostly water and... From what I understood, and I've shit over the years, I guess, it's the a huge majority of it is just water, and the hops, the barley, uh, the malt vinegar, and all the other stuff that they put in it is uh, actually uh, just like it's just flavorings, you know. How, how do you how do you flavor your beer? Uh, how long do you uh, do you ferment it? Uh, what do you add to it? Do you put it in uh, whiskey barrels at the end to give it a darker color? There's so many things, but yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. Yeah, and then the, the stigmatism is, is it has alcohol in it. And yes, of course, alcohol is extremely addictive, and that's, you know, that is what it is, and I'm not going to bullshit uh, two bones about that. But, uh, yeah, the stigmatism is that, and I would say, <clears throat> and I would go just so far as to say Google it and see, what, uh, see which one's healthier for you. I know by far that uh, beer is it's, it's healthier for you it's got carbohydrates and shit like that in it stuff your body can actually burn for fuel as scary as <clears> that <throat> seems alcoholics fucking unite across the world <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah as, as far as uh, is it healthier for you yeah yeah it is it's right up there with uh, tea and water it's the uh, I think it's the second it's either the second or the third most uh, consumed beverage in the world so you went you said you went to the doctor for, you know, check up your checkups that you do. Yeah. And you said your kidneys work at 120%. Yeah, 120%. And yeah. you drink a lot of beer. I sure do. Yeah, that's not no bullshit. I live on that, man. Yeah. I think of you when I'm drinking a beer. I'm like, you know what? Well. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this will help me in the long run. Right. Well, it, it, all good things in moderation, man. All good things in moderation. So, you, so you know, a six pack probably won't hurt you, but three six packs probably ain't doing you no fucking good, you know. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing: what what do you think should be the uh, the legal drinking age for beer? Thirty five. Think it should be thirty five. Your brain does not fully develop and is scientifically proven until twenty five, and you do not get the understanding and the knowledge that you need to. Oh, uh, what's a good way to put it? To have foresight and understand things until you're in your late 20s to early 30s and I'm still developing myself and uh, I think for your own damn sake and not saying that some people it probably would never bother some people it probably bothers you know everybody's different I'm not saying that but all I'm saying is I think 35 is a good place to start and as far as smoking and tobacco use and all that shit if it wasn't for if it wasn't for uh, some companies having their fingers in so many different businesses and it being <clears> a trillion dollar plus business every year, uh, then I would probably outlaw tobacco completely. But our agriculture and businesses and yeah, there's there's so it makes so much money that I I don't see it ever going away. But as far it, as it, to, it won't ever go away, no matter who wants to stop it or whether vaping comes around, because obviously. It's been many, 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 many years since vaping has became a big thing. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, stop smoking cigarettes and start smoking on this shit that fucks your lungs up more, you know. Yeah. And and it hasn't went nowhere. I've seen every cigarette that I've seen before, mm-hmm. you know, before all the vaping shit started. 
and everybody that I know, um, let's say this, everybody around your age, you know, that, um, 63, yeah, <laughs> a little bit older than I am, um, <laughs> 53. usually still smoke cigarettes, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think they have a plan of stopping. And I don't, I don't, I don't judge nobody for anything, you know. And I, I know smoking's bad, but so is drinking too much beer and whiskey, and I still do that. But <laughs> like, it, it, it's usually the younger, the younger people, the younger kids, you know, around fourteen, fifteen, they pick up that, uh, they pick up the jewel or the fucking vaping, and yeah, and that's another psychological thing. Uh, people want to blame it on parents and it being around and all that shit, but. When you're younger, whoever whoever your personal hero is, whether it's Batman, Superman, Goku, the Hulk, uh, Black Widow, uh, Supergirl, the Flash, whatever, you know, uh, everybody's got some some version of a hero. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, blah blah blah. This goes on. <clears throat> Whatever's in that and associated with it, when you're really young, you want to be a part of that because to oh, you yeah. it is it is cool. And uh, when I was growing up. Uh, I mean, you know, for me, it was, I guess the truth probably is that, you know, all the stars and artists and people that I really admired, hell, they all smoked and it wasn't so taboo as it is today. Like they would show, you know, like in an elevator smoking, you know, or smoking after a show or smoking while they were talking to reporters or, Mm -hmm. you know, smoking while they're playing their fucking guitar, you know, on stage, you know, just... It was a lot normal, like, it, yeah. it was way more normal than it was, that it is nowadays. Oh, you know? yeah, there's a hell of a stigmatism about it now, which there should be, the fucking <clears throat> shit's bad for you, you know? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I want to be totally transparent with that, the shit's bad for you, don't fucking do it, it'll cause you serious fucking health problems, and uh, you can live and, and sing and play guitar way fucking better without them, so that's where I stand on that, but yeah, as far as the business side... I don't think it's ever going anywhere, but yeah, 35, 35 is what I think. You should uh, have your maturity and shit in check before you decide to start doing addictive fucking drugs, and that's exactly what they are. I'll be honest with you. If I was younger, probably around 13, 14, and I saw Goku on a pack of cigarettes, I'd smoke the shit out of it. Hell yeah, K.O. <laughs> this is going to make you feel like a fucking Super Saiyan. Yeah. You know, fuck. K.O. Cancer! Yeah, fucking whole, whole pack a day, man. You know, I'll be a chain smoker for that shit. Fucking A. I'll do it for Goku. You'd be on fire, brother. On fire. But, uh, you know, you talked about playing guitar and singing and shit. Um, I got some questions for you, and, and I know you know more about rock and roll and the history of it and shit like that, and more more than I do, and maybe some of the listeners. Um, I, I took a couple questions now. Well, I'm pretty much eat up with that shit, so... But you're going to have to wait. I, I do have to pee, though. I hate to fuck up the podcast, but I'll, I'll be white back. Gotcha. <coughs> Excuse me. That horrible cough. So basically, we're just going to get into the uh, history of rock and roll. He he knows way more than I do, and uh, I'm not sure about who listens to this, but uh, maybe you can learn a thing or two from him. But uh, I've talked to him before about it, and we, we've had, you know couple discussions about it and I thought it'd be interesting to have him on to talk about the history of rock and roll you know and he he, he jams out on the guitar he's fucking great at it and 
I'd, I'd love to let y'all hear them sometime. Oh, used to have a band back in the day. Their band's name was uh, Lauren Core. Was that the name of your band back then? Everybody says Lauren Core, but it was Lauren Carr. It was pronounced and spelt backwards of rock and roll. Yeah, they had a. Him and his buddies had a band. I should stop talking like that. You're here. Y'all had a fucking band back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back, man. I evacuated my uh, bladder. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't get you that time. Can you redo it? I'm supposed to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, pick, pick me up pissing in the toilet. Man, I, I got to get my shit together. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm fucking up the, the hilarity of it. That's going to be the thing. The one, two, three, your mama, and then I got to pick you up pissing every time. <laughs> I think I can make that happen. But, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I had a band back when you was younger, man, and... I listened to a lot of y'all songs that you showed me back in the day, and pretty fucking dope, man. And yeah. even in the fucking photos you had, that photo you had where your head was like extended, you was in your work clothes. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, man, I, I did what I had to do. I worked, when I got off work, I went to work, and then when I was done working, I'd work, and then sometimes I'd sleep, and I repeated the fucking process I wanted to win. And uh, I got to where I wanted to go. I mean, that's, that's the fucking, that's the gist of it. And it was... Uh, it was everything you had, every dime you had, and uh, but I knew where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do, and that's by God how the fuck I did it. <laughs> well, I'm happy that you did it, man. It, it's always good when people can find something that they really love doing, and they actually pursue it. You know, there's a lot of people who are discouraged to do certain things, mm-hmm. and I was discouraged to kind of do... I, ha- I had a podcast before this called Lazy Artist, if anybody wants to check it out. Me and my buddy did it before, and... Um, we we just talked about anime and, and nerd bullshit because that's what we are. We're fucking nerds. Hell yeah, amen. But um, I was real nervous about doing that. <coughs> I was scared and terrified every fucking episode, man. My heart would drop. Now doing it now, our first episode that we did, you know, you were the first person I had on here. Um, it, I was a little nervous for about the first five minutes. But, you know, obviously once you start talking and after a couple episodes, this is so much easier. All I do is come in here and set it up and we start talking. Yeah. It's normal, you know? So just it's it's always good to just pursue something like that, you know? Yeah, oh hell yeah. Definitely yeah. you know, you have there there's obviously uh more expensive hobbies and stuff. Always. <laughs> and uh, and I'd say you you got one of the expensive ones. Yeah, but nothing like my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. But um yeah, it's it's just pursue what you can with the time that you have and just like you did, you know, you worked your ass off and you bought guitars and amps and you had full cabinets and you got you still got your old PA system. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's and, a kicker. And um, it's not the name brand. It just kicks ass. <laughs> it's it's badass that you pursued it and you did what you wanted to do. Well, appreciate that. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, man. I, I honestly, I, I just gave it everything I had. I mean, no, no bullshit. Uh, you know, I'm not, not trying to be sarcastic or nothing like that. I gave it everything I had, and and uh, yeah, we played, we played a lot of shows, man. We played from fucking Fort Worth and Dallas all the way to uh, uh, Oklahoma City, Moore area, Edmond, uh, everything in between. I've been to Waco, played a show in Waco, uh, a bunch of them, man, a bunch of them. You know that I don't even remember completely, 
just because there's there's been quite a few. I'm sorry, foo. There's been quite a foo. Okay, foo. Yeah, <laughs> our can-do talk. But uh, yeah, there's been quite a few, and it's uh, it's been a hell of an experience. And uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it for nothing. I would say as as far as uh, how much fun I've had, that's probably <clears throat> the most fun in my life ever, hands fucking down. But as far as the most work in my life and including like working in the oil field and all that other shit that also had it beat hands down because I was still working a normal job too. And not that we didn't yeah. get paid, uh, back, back when I was doing it, it was a hundred dollars a head. Yeah. So if you had three people in your band, you got three, $300 for your night. And usually we'd start between eight and nine and play till two in the morning or three whenever they shut the bar down. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so, Which I, mean, I said, that's not too bad for a night of rocking out, man. No, it's not. Doing you to, what you love. Yeah, yeah. You got to do what you love, and, and you got basically you got your gas money and your food money and stuff yeah. like that. You know, you're not gonna be paying your rent on that. That's not gonna ever fucking happen. And that's why I had my normal job. You know, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade any of that for anything. It's uh, it was a beautiful time in my life, and yeah, I truly enjoyed it. It was really really fucking awesome, and uh, you know, watching people get out of their seats and walk towards the stage and, you know, and we were just working guys. We didn't go up there and run our mouths or, or do any yeah. bullshit like that. We, we got on stage and we started rocking. And, uh, by the end of it, you know, if people wasn't standing up, having a good time, clapping, drinking their fucking drinks, throwing shit and shouting, uh, we knew that that wasn't the spot for us because we'd give it every goddamn fucking ounce we had. We'd just be raining fucking sweat. And when we got off, we'd always <laughs> give each other a hug, you know, Hell of a show, hell of a show, hell of a show, you know. We'll load our shit up, let the help the next band get their shit in, and on the road we go again. <laughs> That's fucking awesome, man. I, you know, I, I don't bring it up or anything like that because you're a pretty humble man, but that, that's that's pretty cool. I think that's really cool when you, you find what you like doing and, and you travel. Like, you didn't just play gigs in Ardmore, you know. Like, you actually went out and 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 traveled and played in different places, and I think that's really fucking cool, man. Yeah, we did, and uh, we—I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I mean, we played, we played shows to make money and stuff like that. Of course, you know, because yeah, uh, fuck, you got to pay for your gas. We have to eat. We have to drink. I mean, we have—you know—we're like, you—you you have to have some some money with it. But we played, we played a lot of free shows too. We played the Tornado Benefit in Ardmore. Uh, we played at the skate park a few times. Uh, you know, I mean, and the list goes on. We've we've done all kinds of shit. We played the Sofa Brothers Number Nine building for another benefit that was here in Ardmore. Uh, uh, for uh, anyway, I'm not I'm not going to go into that part. It was, but it was to help somebody. You know, that's their that's their damn <clears> business. <throat> but uh, yeah, I mean, and all that shit's cool. The whole damn shit could bang, especially if you get to do it for a, for a good reason, like the Tornado Benefit for just for instance, just for one of them. You know, that was in Long Grove. You know, we played with a band called Before Your Blackest Memories. And uh, they were they were a great band too, and uh, those guys are still kicking and and playing music and shit. But uh, yeah, that's good. And uh, I can't remember how much we raised, but they had a uh, one of those uh, great big uh, jars like you put pennies in. I can't mm-hmm. even think of the name, but a huge. It's like a five gallon. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. five gallon glass jar, huge yeah. jar. And uh, we got it like three quarters full, and it was mostly twenties and and tens. Uh, and uh, so anyway, that you know, and that went directly to. To help people like I got none of it the other guys got none of it we just went out there rocked out said good things you know hey help if you can uh you know and that's that's, that's a that's a fucking excellent feeling you know I bet that is that's gotta so. be really great um 
So like I did, like like I did say, um, you know, you know more than I do about rock and roll and shit. So uh, let, let me get started on some of these questions. First off, do you have a favorite brand? Brand? Do you have a favorite band? A favorite band. I, I'll make a guess by what I've listened to you play and shit. I'm sure what you're gonna say. Would it be ACDC? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like ACDC and. Uh... If I had to pick a favorite, yeah, that'd probably be it. Uh, just for the sole fact of Angus and Malcolm were brothers, and uh, Malcolm has passed away, uh, God rest his soul. But uh, they were really, really, really tight as a band, and they yeah. were really, really tight as brothers, too. And, uh, you know, that's just something I always thought was cool, because I'm really tight with, with my brother, you know, like emotionally, you know, and... Uh, psychologically tight with him and uh, I just always thought that was really cool that two brothers were were making music and and that they were doing it at a really really high level oh yeah like it was it was fun interesting kick-ass badass rock and roll fuck yeah but it was zero fuck around I mean they they meant to do what they did you know and I've just always held that in a really high regard so yeah if I had to say my number one which I love so much music to be totally honest but if I had to say my number one, it'd be ACDC. If I could listen to one song before I killed over, I'd say turn back in black up to 200 decibels and just let my eardrums blow. <laughs> Sounds fucking great, man. I'd, I'd say you've had me listen to a lot of Boston songs. Yeah, Boston's kick-ass. They they have, um, was it Walk On, I think you had me yeah. listen to? And, and it's uh, pretty long. It's yeah. like a six, seven, eight minute song or something. Yeah, it's like that. pretty. It's pretty much a musical, you know, musical piece. Oh, it was awesome, dude. Oh, it's it's fucking beautiful. I mean, you're talking about the best, the best, the best. Oh yeah. But uh, uh, Brad, yeah, it is. It's Brad Delp. Yeah, Brad Delp does the vocals on there, and Tom Schultz. Now this is gonna blow your mind, and people are probably gonna hate fuck me if they ever listen to this part of it and actually know what's going on. Fuck it. But uh. Tom Schultz is the guy that plays the guitar and the keyboard and the bass and the drums and the secondary vocals Holy and the lead shit. guitar. He plays it all. Yep. So, what about when they go to do live? They hire a band. Damn. True story. Yeah. Do you think that affects their crowd at all? Well, the truth is, when uh, Tom Schultz first uh, brought... The first Boston album that he recorded himself, like no bullshit, brought it to a record label. He, the record label wanted to know where the band was at. <laughs> so, yeah. he, so he lied. Oh, and fuck. And he went and hired a band to come do photo shoots and shit. Oh, my God. Anyway, skip a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, anyway, yeah, it was Tom Schultz and Brad Delp that did, did, did all that shit. Brad Delp has, has passed away. God rest his soul. And he was the vocals, right? The yeah, he's, vocals. he's the guy that pretty much started the high singing. The, that, which he does a fucking badass oh, job yeah, on. Oh, yeah, he dude. can oh, God. rip, dude. I mean, damn. I bet his vocal cords at the end of a song are just cooking. Oh, man. There, There's a... I'm, I'm not sure if they're underrated or what, or if I'm just missing out, but I don't, ha- I don't hear a lot of people listen to Hall & Oates. You know... I think you've got me on that one. I've I've heard of Hollow Notes, and I'm sure I'm sure that I know some of their songs. Oh yeah, you definitely would. You but, definitely uh, would. Yeah, 
Tell me something about Hall and Oates Hill. Well, fucking, I don't know too much about them, but uh, let me go through my Spotify playlist. Hell yeah. And I'll tell you some of the songs I got. I'm not the best with the, um, memorizing my shit. Man, they have such, they're so beautiful when they, when I'm, they sing. I'm sure I know who they are. I oh, yeah. No doubt. You definitely, okay. I've heard the name before, but nothing. You Make My Dreams Come True? Yep, okay. Yep. Yeah. I'm uh, Rich Girl? Yep. That's my that's probably my Your favorite one by the Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. Fucking beautiful. They have uh, I don't know, man. It's you just... can rely on all man's money. You can rely on all man's money. You're a bitch girl. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Yep. Oh, I know. Yep. I knew I knew him. Now, I know there's <laughs> I know there's a couple more songs that I could name off by hearing cuz I hear them on the radio all the time. Mm-hmm. And there there's a couple songs that I hear and I'm like, "Holy shit. I never realized when I was younger that this was Hall and Oates. But um, I I don't hear a lot of people like listening to them, man, and they're fucking amazing. Holy shit! Well, the truth I mean, the truth is that uh, uh, even Pink Floyd called it the machine. And uh, I have to do what you did. Okay. Just a second ago, I got a piss. I'll just I'll just run my mouth for a minute. Run your fucking mouth, man. <coughs> but yeah, even even Pink Floyd called it the machine. Uh, and uh, it's uh, that's just the fucking way that it is. Uh, the music industry is just a fucking monster, and uh, it just continues to turn into more and more and more uh, a faster rotation of uh, faces. And I say faces for the sake of uh, it doesn't really have anything to do with musical talent anymore. And I'll probably get a lot of shit for that too. But uh, if you don't know what auto tune is and timeline and drum sample replacements and if you don't know what that shit is and, and how it works uh, you might want to Google Google that one or watch some YouTube videos it can do some amazing amazing uh, shit like it, it can take uh, the <clears throat> conversation that me and Nathan has been having oh, hey welcome back Nate uh-huh. that me and Nathan has been having and you can literally turn our conversation into a song that's time aligned in tune it has a beat behind it, you know. I mean, that's that's the power of fucking auto tune and shit. So, anyway, the point the point of the matter is, is why why don't more people know these bands is because the monster, the machine, is always turning out somebody new, and uh, when they turn out somebody new, what they do is they put all their money in advertising and shit behind them, and that's the next thing and then there's the next thing and there's the next thing and there's the next thing and so on and so forth so the reason you don't hear this shit anymore is because it's uh there's piles and piles and piles of shit on top of the gold and you're gonna have to fucking dig for it you wanna hear songs that are really beautiful actually played by people with real instruments and people that can truly sing but and it makes that makes your fucking hair stand on end. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's not gonna be the shit that you're hearing on the top forty radio hits right now. It's gonna be you're gonna have to dig for it. You're gonna have to go fucking find it. I'll tell you, like I, I think I told you uh last, last time we hung out. Yeah. Um I don't hear like they don't come to me just randomly, you know what I mean, like they used to. Yeah. Like good songs that you would hear that would definitely when I started learning about Journey when we back when we worked together, you know. And I would talk to you all the time about Journey and Queen. Uh, I was really starting to listen to them and listen to more of their songs other than just like Don't Stop Believing and Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. You know, it's like you really listen to these songs and 
you don't realize how good they are until you're like, you know, just like we do sometimes, you turn your fucking speakers up full blast, mm-hmm. and we just sit here and fucking listen to that shit, man. And, like, I'll get goosebumps in my hand. My hair just stop standing up and shit, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, you, you don't really get that anymore. There's, um... <coughs> I, I hear good songs, but I haven't heard a song that's from this era that has really made, you know, gave me the goosebumps and made my hair stand up shit, yeah. you know? But I can't even... I think the probably the closest thing that we have to actual musicians and... You know, and I, I say rock and roll is a goddamn umbrella term <clears throat> because all I mean is people that really play and really sing and just kick ass at what they do, you know? That's that's to me that's rock and roll. You're you're kicking ass like it's fucking rocking, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, but about the only motherfuckers that I know of that even even do that anymore is probably like Greta Van Fleet. Uh, and they they sound so fucking good. Man. Oh yeah, they're they're kick ass. When, when I first heard them, and we'll get back to what you were saying. I just want to bring this. Yeah, go up. ahead, go ahead. Man. When I, when I first heard them, I was like, man, they sound exactly like Led Zeppelin. Yeah, everybody thought that. Yeah, yeah. but when they get the go when they got going. Yeah. They got their own sound and shit, and they sound different now. Yep. And they they definitely they look like a bunch of hippies. Yeah. But oh yeah. It they're great though. Oh yeah, and that's that's what's supposed to be, and they're not they're not bad looking dudes by any means, <laughs> you know. But they they goddamn sure have the fucking <clears throat> they have the talent, man. And I've I've watched them on podcasts, and uh, I've watched them on uh, oh several shows and stuff. And, you know, every time a band's on a damn show or a podcast or whatever, you know, and that's great. I've got nothing against it. But, you know, they always hit them up, hey, play this song, whatever their current big hit is or whatever. Yeah. And by God, when Greta Van Fleet did it, they stomped fucking ass. I mean, I was like, whoa. And that was live, huh? Yeah, oh, live. Oh, fuck live. yeah. No, like, you didn't get to use your microphone. You didn't get to play your guitar through your amp. No. <clears throat> they had them two fucking acoustic guitars and an acoustic bass. And a shaker for the drummer, <laughs> and the singer sang into the goddamn DJ microphone. And damn, he did. They did the whole shit bang. Like when he started singing, he picked his arms up and did everything, just like he was playing a show. <laughs> I mean, his vocals it, are crazy, yeah, dude. Let it rip. Oh, fuck. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, and that's that was a moment that they got my respect. I was like, okay, by God, they can they can for real fucking do it. And they had my respect ever since. So I've listened to a bunch of their stuff. And uh, I, I say hands down, man, if there's one rock and roll band left, it's it's them. And ACDC came back with that last album? Yeah. Oh, my sure did. God. Who would have thought that, that their fucking age could rock the way they did? Yeah. In their late 60s and early 70s, each and every one of them. And ripping fucking ass. And if you have any question about it, or anybody that's listening has any question about it, go ACDC on YouTube, hit go, and it'll pull up their newest song. And you feel free to pick just about anyone that you want. Shot in the dark. Shot in the dark. Fucking wonderful. That's a goddamn good place to start. It's goddamn. When you shot, you was you was pretty fucking happy because it's been years ago. You came up and. Uh, was it you? Or did I bring it up first? I think I'm... 
You, I don't know, man. You might have beat me too. I, I think I, I might. They, I thought they were done, to be honest. Especially when Malcolm died, I thought. Yeah. I thought it was over. I think I might have seen it on like Facebook that they were working on a new album, and I came to you and when I said that dude, you was waiting. You asked me all the time, "Is that new album out? How they came out with it?" Because you weren't, you weren't big into technology. I think you had a phone, but you didn't really care about it. You know, yeah. you was just kind of like didn't give a fuck. And so, like, finally, I didn't listen to it because. I'm not that big of an ACDC fan. I still love them, and I rock them all the time. But you was, you was really waiting for it, and you went through and listened to the whole album and shit, and oh, then yeah. I came over, and you showed me Shot in the Dark, and I was like, holy shit. I didn't think they'd be that good. Oh, man. Oh, fuck. They sound just like they did when they were younger. Yeah, they're fucking, they do not fuck around. I mean, they're, they're really, really good at what they do. They did not not missed anything like everything came back the exact same the power in the drums the fucking guitar riffs and shit and yeah and and his singing his vocals yeah. were still fucking strong as hell that razor edge of highs i can't i i can't do that oh fuck dude and i mean when he when he's when he's fucking singing it's just i've always wondered like how the fuck does he do it like how is it even possible i've tried it i don't know how many times and I, I can't i just can't i can't make that, Make my voice sound like that. That's a unique sound, man. Like, yeah. you know, everybody else, they sing. Everybody sings. Or, you know, even like Johnny Cash, he just fucking talked through his songs and shit, you know. It's a little bit of singing here and there. But they had something different, you know. And it you can't imitate that. Yeah. You have to have, I guess, just something that you was born with, you know. Yeah. That One of those rare cases where no amount of fucking effort can close the gap. You are either that person or you are not. Mm-hmm. Just like Eddie Van Halen. And everybody wanted to mimic Eddie Van Halen. <clears throat> but they were not him. I, I don't know who, who... I don't remember who fucking lied to me about that uh, solo on Michael Jackson's Beat It. They told me that it was fucking... I was young. I was real young. You'll be forgiven. And uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know shit about anything when I was... It was I was probably like 10, 11, or 12. Yeah. And I started had to listen to like Guns N' Roses. I knew who Slash was. Somebody told me it was Slash who played that... Um, no, he did play with Michael Jackson on, on stage, yeah, didn't he? on stage, yeah. but so did Eddie Van Halen. And uh, no, that solo, Eddie Van Halen did for free for Michael Jackson uh, because a friend of a friend told him, that it that they had, well, anyway, they had a friend that that needed some guitar work. So that that part and the that whole so all yeah, that shit's Eddie Van Halen. All the guitar shits, all Eddie. And he didn't charge him a damn thing. He went in, had a few beers, shot the shit with Michael Jackson, threw down a fucking guitar solo. Hello, Moto. Threw down a fucking guitar solo. And uh, there it is for all eternity. And uh, he played, I think he played two or three times with Michael Jackson over the many, many, many years. And uh, <clears throat> Oh, man, I wish. There's got to be a YouTube video out there. Oh, there is. Oh, yeah. I've got to watch that when I get off here, man. I've never watched it. I've never really looked it up. I, I remember after he told me, you know, whoever the fuck told me who it was, but I did see Slash on stage with, with uh, Michael, which is why I believe that Slash did play that solo. No, he and then I told that to you one day when we was working together, and you looked at me like I was fucking stupid. You yes. said what? Yes. Yeah, you it. said no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Eddie Van Halen did that shit. Yeah. And then you had to explain to me, and then I realized whoever the fuck told me was an idiot. 
They didn't know what the <laughs> fuck they were talking yeah. about. Yeah, they, they on that one, whoever it was, on that part anyway, they didn't know what they was talking about. That's had to have been Halen that did that. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, you told me about Muddy Waters before? Yep, Muddy Waters. I asked you where... Um, who who cre- it was either who created rock or where it came from or something like that, and you brought up muddy waters. Okay. Uh, yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go take a leak. I don't want to fuck the podcast up. Go be. for it. Go for it. <clears throat> so I I tried to do some. Um, I'm lazy. So I tried to do some research on Muddy Waters. I ended up seeing him on a uh, Family Guy episode. They fucking they brought up Muddy Waters, and um, I was like, "Damn!" I was like, St- "Stephen just brought him up not that long ago," and we was talking about the uh, history of rock and roll, like I said before. And um, he, he I, I think I asked him. It was either who made rock and roll or where it came from or something like that. And um, he brought up Muddy Waters, and I had no fucking clue who Muddy Waters was. And when he gets back, I'm going to ask him about it, and I'm guessing he might know a thing or two about Muddy Waters, and I think he's got something to do with Elvis or some shit. I'm not for sure. Excuse me. Anyway, I don't don't want to fuck a bunch of shit up, and I don't don't know what what our point is for the moment, but... My, uh, I shit you not, as funny as it may seem that we're talking about this, Mark never fucking calls me anymore, but he just called me, so I'm going to call him and tell him he's on the podcast. I'll make it short and sweet, 30 seconds to a minute, but he just, I just thought that'd be cool to have him in here. Go for it. That's picking up great. Sounds good right now. He just called me. I was say, watch him not answer. Yeah, no shit, right? I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> That's okay. Fucking Mark. That's amazing, man. You, you never know with that guy. You never know. Like he called me uh, two minutes ago. That, Mark. That was him. That hey, moto. That bullshit. That was him. Mark was a <coughs> their band drummer from back in the day, and I've listened to him play and seen him play, and he's a bad motherfucker. Yeah, he is. He is fucking good. But, um, so, do you know anything about Muddy Waters? I saw him on a Family Guy episode, which I was just telling him when you went to take a piss, but... Man, uh, you know, it's kind of like what we we got into earlier. I I would know his music and uh, stuff like that if I heard it, but I just remember him, him and a bunch of other guys kind of being some of the founding members uh, to rock and roll and or the blues, which... uh, the blues, bluegrass, uh, country and western, gospel. See, that was going to be one of my other questions. You told yeah. me the other day about yeah. uh, what makes rock and roll. Yeah, it's it's everything. It's it's that's that's what I like about rock and roll. Like, uh, it's it's everything. Um, it's the best of the best of the best of each thing that they do. Like the greatest blues players, the greatest soul mm-hmm. singers. The greatest jazz drummers, the greatest uh, jazz and rock and blues bassists, uh, you know, it's it's all that, uh, you know, and a lot of the lead stuff come from blues and honky tonk and and uh, country country and western. Yeah, uh, 
that's where all that lead stuff comes from. All that, all that lead playing, that that awesome stuff that you know, you know, towards the highlights would be Eddie Van Halen, Angus Young, uh, Eric Johnson, uh, all these wonderful names that stood out uh, stood out for the test of time. Slash, uh, and the list goes on and on and on. Yingbei Malmsteen, blah blah blah. But uh, that's where all that stuff came from, and uh, you know, yeah, I just. Yeah, if you want to know where it come from, that's where it come from. It come from everything. It didn't come from one thing. It came from everything. Which you can see in a lot of um, music uh, back in the day. And um, I haven't listened to a lot of Elvis. I'm not a big Elvis fan. Just like I was. I'm not a big Beatles fan and shit. Like I just don't like the way they sound. Not not fucking dissing them or anything. Other people love them and shit. And, you know, people say Elvis is the king of rock and roll. <clears throat> Do you believe that? Yes and no. I think he was the face of rock and roll when it started to take off. How about that? Was I, he the king of it? I see. No, I don't I see think, what you're talking about. I don't think so. Not the king, no. Uh, but the face of it and getting it really moving along where it actually had a face and a, and a name when they named it rock and roll. Uh, he was perfect for it, probably for his personality. And, yeah. And for the time being, he was white. In his, in his face. He was a beautiful young man. Yeah. I mean, you know, take it however you want, but I think it was like like 80% of the fucking population of the world thought he was attractive, and it was like 85% of the population of the world knew who the fuck he was and had listened to his music. That's fucking crazy. He had something going on there that was really working for him. They really, which, I mean, obviously without him, um, rock and roll wouldn't have pushed the way it was, you know, no, how it, it was. No, it wouldn't have. It, I think it would have been more <clears throat> blues and country-based, which yeah. is fine with me. Which, just, like, Johnny Cash real big. When was Johnny Cash real big? Uh, Johnny Cash real really getting around I guess and probably the late 60s that's what I was thinking through, around through the, 60s. the 70s and stuff and but he's been he's been around forever he, I mean he didn't pass away but what like a decade and a half ago like, yeah it wasn't around. very long ago yeah it's been long he's been around a long time so Johnny Cash had a unique country style I don't know what country sounded like I'm not a big country fan I did like some of the older country from like the um 80s and 90s and stuff like that. You know, I, I love um, Conway Twitty and uh, George Strait and stuff like that. Yeah. They were really fucking good. Great singers, made really good music. And, um, it. Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson, yes. Oh, yeah. He's been Another around fucking, long, and he's uh, still around. Goddamn, still around. There's a reason that Snoop Dogg. It's okay. Shit. It's okay. There's a, there's a reason that Snoop Dogg. Hangs out with Willie Nelson, okay? <laughs> like, and it's not because he's a shitty musician, and it's damn sure not because he can't hold his, his marijuana. <laughs> well, Snoop Dogg's a legend, man. Yeah, he's a he's a legend on on that side, and Willie Nelson is a legend on the other side. Which is crazy that they came together. Yeah, and they do a lot. And you know what else is funny? I find real fucking funny. That uh, Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart keep fucking with each other. Oh man, <laughs> I wish I, I wish I, <laughs> I, I wish I knew the truth to some of that. You know, I, I just I, I think the truth is way more entertaining and way more funny than the than the bullshit. 
I don't know what it is, but that's just a funny mixture. And I've heard that Martha Stewart has gotten into some trouble before. What the fuck? What is that? Kinda. That is different. It looks like a moth that's shitting on you from my perspective. But it's not. This thing looks fucking awesome. Anyway, go on. But um, I heard that Martha Stewart got into some trouble before. Not saying that's why her and Snoop know each other, but... um. No, it's not. That's that's weird that two people from which <coughs> you I, talk about. Yeah, I mean Snoop Dogg. Everybody knows who the fuck Snoop Dogg is. Back in the day, he was a fucking like he's a gangster man. Yeah. And, and nowadays, nowadays he's just like um, he, he's a celebrity. Yeah. And he's he's all over the place, and everybody wants him and everything. You and know. Martha Stewart was the old white woman that cooked food on TV. And God <laughs> damn it! And, and how for the some fuck? reason, they make a wonderful weed and food. Weed That's and food. That's, That's it. That's it. Yep. You solved it. Weed and food, right. man. That'll be nine ninety nine ninety nine. You don't get that. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, uh, I'm not a big edible fan, but there are a lot of edible fans, and I imagine I I feel like they probably already have come out with like a cookbook, you know, of um, uh, Martha Stewart. You know, basically what she has made before. Uh-huh. But just add weed to it, cause she probably also made that book, but didn't put her name on it. I'm just saying, <laughs> Snoop Snoop Dogg is the face of weed, man. Oh yeah, he, he is. He is weed. Mm-hmm. Like, and uh, uh, you know who Little Dicky is? Uh, is that the thing I got in my pants? That is. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he's a rapper, and um, everybody sees him as like a comedian rapper. He came out with the TV show not that long ago, and uh, he's been doing really well. But um, he made a song called, um, was it called Earth or something like that? He had a whole bunch of different celebrities and singers and shit be on it. And uh, Snoop Dogg was on there and he was a weed plant. Fucking cool. So uh, he's the face of fucking weed, man. That's perfect. Anyways, getting back to what we was talking about. Uh, fucking uh, like Johnny Cash and shit. Um, I'm, without the switch over, like. If Elvis wasn't there, I feel like I feel like Johnny Cash may have been like real fucking big and well, El- Elvis, Johnny Cash, and uh, oh, Waylon Jennings and some other some other guys that was uh, in there at the time, uh, and there were some other girls and stuff too. Patsy Cline was a big deal, you know. And anyway, without naming five hundred fucking names. You know, the the deal was, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, every time something new comes, they have to have a name and a face for it, whether it's, whether it's EDM, uh, Buzzsaw Music, uh, Electronica. Hold on, what's Buzzsaw? Uh, it's like Super Grindcore. You know what Grindcore is? I don't know what the fuck Grindcore is. Okay, well, it's shit that I don't listen to, but I just know what the fuck it is because people around me know what the fuck it is. Anyway, Go for think it. of super distorted guitars where you can't understand what the fuck's going on. It's just like... Oh, is that like... Yeah, but it's also mixed with... The equivalent to like death metal and shit like that. Yeah, but it's mixed with electronica. Okay. Anyway. That sounds like too much would be going on. It's it. It's wonderful, people. It's wonderful. Absolutely, <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so yeah, it's just it's never ending. The point is, is every time something new comes along, there has to be a face to it, like uh, uh, horrorcore, 
uh, or something like that. Or well, like uh, when when dubstep came out, Skrillex was yeah. There you, he, he was dubstep. Yeah, there you go. I mean, in like uh, when uh, uh, horror, horror core, I think I'm pronouncing it right, which is deathcore and horror metal. Uh, Guar, which is G W A R, like G War. Guar fuck uh, was a was a huge fucking thing, <clears throat> and uh, it's just, you know. It's, and it's like that with everything. And some of it catches on uh, and gets really popular, and some of it just fades into obscurity. Like, think of it like this. Whoever thought up the word fucking grunge was going to be a goddamn mainstream song. Oh, yeah. And then you had Nirvana with Teen Spirit. Yeah. And boom. Blew you the know? fuck up, man. So, you know, that's it. And it had to have... It had to have a face, you know, and Nirvana was the face. You know, Kurt Cobain was the face of grunge. That was that was it. That was that movement. That was that music. That was his face. Yeah. You know, and it started that little movement, and everybody wanted to play grunge music and wear goddamn plaid shirts. You that know? was like the late 90s, wasn't it? Yeah. In the oh, early yeah. 2000s. Yeah. And that's where that Dave Grawl played drums in Nirvana. And then, after that, he leads the Foo Fighters. Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah, so... I mean, but, it's it's always something. What do you call the Foo Fighters? I call them rock and roll. I I think it's awesome. They have they have so many elements and so many different ethnicities and so many different people of well, different backgrounds that play. That's like a lot of the rock and roll back in like the eighties and seventies, and you know, maybe even the early nineties. Everything was rock and roll back then. Yeah. It, it whether it was Queen, Journey, ACDC. Some of it was obviously harder than others, like ACD, ACDC was a lot harder than Journey. Yeah. But Journey was so soulful and, and beautiful, and yeah. it was still rock and roll, though. Like, yeah. people were like, we're going to a rock and roll concert, you know? Yeah. Journey made, made you want to love love the girl that you, you were with, and hmm. ACDC made you want to floor your car and put it in second gear. I mean, it was just different yeah. feelings, but it was all kick-ass, beautiful music. It, and it was all rock and roll. Yeah. That's the thing, though, is whenever, like, the 90s hit... Um, I, they really started putting titles on it. Yeah. I guess if you wanted to put like a title on Journey, it would be like Soulful Rock, you know, or some shit like that. Yeah. Soul Rock. Oh, here's Mark him? again. Hey, I'm going to take a piss. Y'all go ahead and get y'all a conversation going. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see how it goes. And, uh... Hey, Mark. Hey. What are you doing, buddy? Hello? Hello? What are you up to? I'm on a podcast right now with a guy. What are you up to, dude? And and by the way, you're on the podcast too right now. Oh, yeah. Wait. uh, YouTube? Uh, No, it's on Spotify. Oh, it's on Spotify? Yeah, it's it's called My Tipsy Two Cents. It's with uh, Nathan McClure. He's a really good dude. Sweet. Well, what do y'all talk about? Man, right now we're talking about music and stuff like that. Sometimes we talk about just all kinds of shit. Politics, thoughts, opinions, funny stories. We just talk about all kinds of shit. What are you up to, though? Uh, right, about right. Bang my head up against the freaking wall. I'm stomped. Uh, a 2004 Toyota 4.7's got me stomped. 2004 Toyota. 4.7 V8. It's got me stomped. Okay. What the fuck's going on? Oh. <sighs> And one of Bethany's uh, surrogate families, uh, they start, uh, they ran, they drove it, ran fine. It's run fine. He's that hasn't had a problem <clears throat> with it in eleven years. Okay, how many miles is on it? Uh, I don't know, a hundred, 
<clears throat> Definitely over a hundred thousand. Let's see, a hundred and forty-seven thousand. Okay, well, that just lets me know like the shit that's starting to go out. Go ahead, I'm sorry. So <clears throat> he said the oil change. He said he has regular oil changes at three thousand mile interviews uh, intervals mm-hmm. religiously. That's good. So, uh, but has never had a problem with it and everything like that. He's a trucker. He's over the road. Wife drove it the other day. Wife drove it a few weeks ago. Ran fine. Parked it. The next morning went to get in it. Started it up. They want it. It cranks, but no, no start. Okay. It's got gas in it. That's the first place to start. Yeah. It's got, it's got fuel. Uh, even so I finally, for like three weeks they want me to bring it back to the shop and look at it uh the first thing i went through is fuel what well, does it have fuel does it have fire and everything so mm-hmm. i thought it was uh, so i was like okay fuel relay the fuel filter he said he hasn't changed the fuel filter and since he had it in 11 years i'm like okay <laughs> so we changed the fuel <laughs> filter and it actually has really clean fuel okay so it's a crank no start problem so I made sure it had fire. I, uh, it cranks and cranks and cranks. Made sure it has th- good fuel pressure, good fuel pressure at the rails. Mm-hmm. Shot some. Uh, he didn't want to use ether, you know, to try to, you know, shoot some in the intake, you know, at the throttle body. So mm-hmm. I put some gas and a spray bottle. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll run fine like that if you keep shooting it with, with, with gas at the throttle body, you know, at the intake. Okay. like a damn kitten, like that. But so that points that it has fire. If it if it run, you know if they, if it runs smooth when you're shooting gas through the intake or through the throttle body, you know, in the intake, so it has fire. Mm-hmm. But so the fuel supply, well, it's got pretty good fuel pressure at the rail, so that points to injectors. That is correct, sir. So it's either. All the injectors went out at the same time. Which is or, definitely a possibility. Yeah. Or, you know, so I was like, okay, crank sensor. So I replaced crank sensor yesterday, doing the same thing. Still doing the same thing. <coughs> so the injectors, uh, I hooked a probe light to, you know, his, all the injectors have 12 volt constant. And then when you're on with the key on, then uh, when you're cranking or whatever, the ECM supposed to shoot to the other wire you know supposed to ground the ECM is supposed to ground it out so it pulses mm-hmm. well I'm, I checked I checked that the ECM is grounding it out so that either leads me so that leads me to the injectors bad or stuck up injector or dirty injectors uh, I guarantee that the injectors are probably fucking wore out about the seals and the fucking sealing surfaces in them are definitely wore out you can do one of two things you can either take the injector rail out Throw that sandwich in the garbage, or you can take the injector rail out, take your time, and soak that bitch in brake clean. Not carb clean, brake clean. And then when you get it out, uh, soak it down with WD-40 and let it dry out. And then put it back in. Now, this is a temporary fix like putting a Band-Aid on a fucking gut shot wound. It's not going to last. But it, it will bring it back to life. But you're, I don't know if it'll last a day, two days, a month. But, yeah. Anyway, brake clean lead all that shit off. But what it also does is it eats silicon and rubber. 
So, yeah. I mean, if it's an absolute have, have to do thing and he ain't got no money, do it that way. But it ain't going to last him very long. A few days and it's going to go oh, down. I'll... And then you're talking about a potential goddamn fire hazard inside the engine bay because it will yeah. start leaking. Well, that's what, that's what I told him. I said, uh, all sides point to either it's an ECM or a freaking injector problem. Because you have fuel at the fuel rail. You have fire. Yeah. Yeah, he's not getting fuel out of the injectors. But anyway... Uh, yeah, that's exactly where I would start. Uh, injectors, 100%. And uh, you got anything cool to say? Have you been playing your drums or anything like that? No. You know me. I ain't got time to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, okay, okay, I got you. Well, in case nobody knows, this is Mark Pickering, and he can play the drums like a son of a bitch. He's just a busy man. I'd love to, but I ain't got time for that. Yeah, I understand, brother. Well, hey, man, I love you, and uh, take care, and uh, I'll holler at your ass later. All right, love you too, brother. Peace. Bye. <clears throat> Working when you're not even at work, man. Yeah, welcome to my fucking life. been that way forever. Now I got to go pee. Your turn. All right. <laughs> so that was uh, Mark, the dude who called earlier on his fucking phone. Um Steven's a fucking me- mechanic. He works on cars all day, and I-, I feel his pain. I do maintenance work all day, so I get a lot of calls from uh, friends and family who uh, want me to come work on things, which it- it's fine, you know, time to time and again, and I don't mind doing it. Yeah, it's just when when you work in when you work in that field, you know, people just I guess rely on you to. Uh, fix things and know know things and i guess it's a pretty good feeling when you when you know what you're doing and you can help people out and that that's how i look at it um i I know i feel pretty good i get a pretty good feeling when somebody calls me and i can tell them what's wrong or what's going on or how they can do it you know or so they send me a picture it's it's a pretty cool feeling but um getting back to where we was at Hell yeah. Before we were so wonderfully uh, postponed for the current situation and things that we were doing. I'll go into... Um, so we have about two minutes until this hour ends and I have to restart it. Okay. So I'll go ahead and start this question. Um, so I mean, you obviously listen to a little bit of different things. You know, we can we can meet ends on like, you know, The Rock, ACDC Journey and Queen and Def Leppard and shit like that. Right on. So, what what's your favorite genre? Oh, as far as my favorite genre, if I was going to sit down and listen to, actually, truly just listen to music for a while, I would probably pick old soul or old R&B, something like that. Uh, if I was going to sit down and really listen, uh, something like that, I guess. If I was in a, if I was in an upper mood or something like that, some really early early rock and roll, like Bachman Turner Overdrive, Grand Funk Railroad, shit like that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I love all, all that rock and roll stuff. But oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if I was to say, if I was to sit down, you know, or or do stuff around the house, like most people do, you know, with the earbuds or whatever, they turn yeah. the radio on and just do shit. Uh, it'd probably be some old soul, old R&B, because that's where your best singers and your best players and shit like that generally come from. And I oh, just yeah. love that, because they're always on time, they're always in the pocket uh, the groove's always badass, and you can guarantee that the singer's gonna rip your head off. I mean, and I just, I just love that. I just love that. 
So, you you say old R and B and soul and stuff like that. Do you have a specific person or band or anything like that? How about Grand Funk Railroad? Uh, there's a song uh, that they do that's uh, called "Some Kind of Wonderful," and I think everybody is that some kind of wonderful. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I know that song. Oh yeah. Okay. And there you go. There's your old soul and R&B right there. And that's exactly what it is. Everything rhymes, it flows good together, and they sing like fucking angels. <laughs> oh, they do sound beautiful. Uh, so let's take a pause right there. Let me uh, restart this next segment. All right. All right, and we're back. Um, so, you know, you said your R&B and soul and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't take you for that. Man, that's that's where it all starts. Now, like I shit you not, I love I love the Scorpion. I like all that hot rod stuff. I love all that stuff. I just <clears> like <throat> people that are really good at what they do. Like I'm not prejudiced yeah. of any any genre of music what whatsoever, man. Like you you know how much I love that song, uh, 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 Get Lucky by Daft Punk. Oh man, Daft Punk. They Pump. are they are the, so fucking good. They are fucking awesome at what they do. Oh I man. Mean, it sucks that they split up and, you know, went to do their own thing, but God. They had so many good hits, man. Dude, they did. They killed it. God damn, I can't tell you how many times I've listened to that and uh <clears throat> fucking I don't know I don't know. Around the world and the list just fucking goes on oh, yeah. forever. Those guys are just fucking kick ass. Fuck, dude. I, I think if I could listen to something for the rest of my life, and I look at it as something <coughs> like, um, not, I do have music for certain situations, but when I'm happy, I want to listen to music, like a certain kind of music, and when I'm sad, I want that same certain kind of music to uplift me to make me happy again. Yeah. And so, if I could pick something, it would probably be like funk. Mm. I, I wouldn't say quite like disco, but like funk. Man, funk is so fucking good. I love like Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Fat Larry's band, and I do like some of the disco era stuff. And it's just kind of like what you said. You like <coughs> when good people make the music and stuff like that. You know, it's all original. Uh, that the people singing can sing. There's all instruments. You know, there's yeah. no fucking you know computer and shit changing anything. Yeah, it's like you can't you can't recreate it. You know, kind of like uh, like soul music. When 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 people sing, they go out there and they hit it, and they have that certain emotion with it. Yeah, like you a Reese Franklin, and, and uh, you know, you can't yeah. recreate it. There's no. no way. No, she like you know she whatever whoever did it. I mean, when they, I'll put it this way: I think we're getting the cart before the horse nowadays. And the point is is there were people that already did that. And this is the same way with, uh, like, writing, actually physically writing music and musical notation and such. Oh, yeah. This is, this is the exact same thing. I'll, I'll just put it this way. We're getting the cart <clears throat> before the horse for the sole fact of before it was written down, before it was recorded, before they put face and name to all this stuff, there were people that were already doing this, not for money, not for fame, not for free t-shirts or free house or free guitars or any of that shit. They did it because they loved to do it. Oh, yeah. And in the early days, that really, really showed. Uh, because you could, well, you could fucking hear it. Well, and that's why 
And this this is my second point. And I'll, then I'll, I'll get off of it for a second. I'll go for it, man. But my second point is that's why there is auto tune and timeline and all this other shit. That's why that exists because they're they're trying to reach for something to replicate what only a very very select few people can really do. Oh yeah, yeah. They want that, but there's so few. Tiny, tiny, tiny percentage that can actually truly do that. Yeah. So what do you do? You, you've got a multi-billion dollar corporation. You're trying to churn out horse shit all the time, and everybody's got to sound like they're awesome. You invent something called auto-tune. So that's my point. Cart before the horse. You know, you're getting, you're getting the cart before you get the reality. The reality is the horse is pulling this whole goddamn fucking load. <clears throat> you know, and that's that's why I say that cart before the horse. You know, I just that shit just blows my fucking mind, that's, and that's why that shit pisses me off, because that's what they're trying to do. That was invented to fix shitty singers. Oh yeah, that, and it didn't instill or or make better singers. Yeah, it fixed shitty ones. There, there's there's some good singers, you know, that still use it. They don't really need it, you know. It, it's just the way of life, how it is now, you know. Everybody uses fucking auto-tune. You don't really see anybody who doesn't. But when, when I think of, like, original music back before anything, I go back to, like, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Louis Armstrong, people who were just fucking, just, like you said, really fucking good at what they did. Yeah. And it, it's just, like I say, the, the soul... Yeah. You can't recreate that no matter who you are, how you sing. You can sing the best that you can sing. You can sing better than Frank Sinatra, but you can't sing Frank Sinatra like Frank Sinatra. That's it. You know what I mean? So it's... it, it's. Here's, here's another thing that, that I think is always aggravating. We're talking about Frank, Frank Sinatra and some of these super, super huge megastar names. And that's what they are. They're megastars. Their names and shit will last forever. They deserve it. Yeah. Definitely. They didn't wake up one day and get that way. Yeah. You know, people want to say, oh, it's a, oh, you're so talented. I, I wish I was given that God-given talent. You know, oh, what wonderful. No. No, that's not how there's it works. No, there's no talent to that shit, man. No. You fucking work on it. Oh, yeah. I wonder how many hundreds of thousands of times that he sat down, wrote, rewrote, wrote, rewrote, wrote, rewrote, dance across the stars. Hey, fly me to the moon. You know, it, it, yeah. not only that, it, it's the singing too. Everybody thinks that singing is a God-given talent. Yeah. But it, it's not. People are people are given, I guess, what you can say is a talent of having tone or something like that or being able to keep melody and, you know, and, and shit like that. And I guess you could say some, some people are, like, deaf to that shit. They just absolutely yeah, they, can't sing whatsoever. Yeah. Which, that sucks. But there are some people who are born who do understand that. But they weren't born magnificent singers. No, they weren't. They have to, just like everybody else, just like you had to do playing guitar and shit like that. You know, you just, you have to practice every day and sing every day. You really have to love doing what, what you do, you know? Yeah. And, and so, just, you know, I imagine Frank Sinatra fucking woke up every day and was just singing his fucking ass off, man. Yeah. And that's that's the only way. It, it doesn't work any other way. No. It's just like anything else you would ever do in your entire life. You suck at it at the beginning, and then you continually get better. And the more time, the more effort you put into it, the faster 
and the better you get. And the faster you get better. That's the thing. Back then, is nobody had really too many distractions like there is nowadays. Um, there's a lot of um, a lot of lazy people who want to do things, but they just don't seek it out and do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's too many distractions, and and back then they didn't they didn't have that. They had work. Everybody just had work, and when you got off work. You had nothing else to do. You go to a bar. You do something different like that, you know, or go to a club, and and so what you did yeah. is you would just go perform. And you know, I kind of see that in uh, stand-up comedians is when you're not working, you're working just like you did, you know. Yeah. You worked, and then when you got off work, you went and worked. Yeah. You're working on your guitar. Yeah. With your band, and and you know, you go play your gigs, but you still had a full-time job. Yeah. It's it's just shit like that, and. and <clears throat> there's not a lot of people who's willing to work like that. There are a few. There is a very select few. But there's there's not there's not as much as it used to be. I think everybody's scared and they set a standard for themselves or where the bar is too high, you know, or they only go into shit for money. Yeah. And or for or for fame and notoriety. Yeah, which is the complete wrong reason to do something. Like when I'm doing this talking to you right now, I don't do this because I want to get huge and I want to live off of this shit. It would be nice. That'd be a big plus. Well, fuck yeah. I mean, let's get real. I'm, I'm yeah. the same way. Yeah. If I, if I could pay my rent playing the guitar right now, yeah. fuck yeah, I would do it right. Goddamn now. But <laughs> it's 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 just something I like doing. It's something that I already did. I would come to your house and I would hang out with you. Yeah. And we'd sit here literally. We wouldn't do nothing but sit here and talk. Yeah. For hours. Yeah. And what the fuck are we doing now? Sitting here and talking. Yeah, it's the same fucking bullshit that we do. <coughs> it's yeah. what I do with all my friends anyway, so I, I figured why not get it recorded and yeah. let other people listen to our fucking opinions and then bullshit that we talk about. Do it over a beer because that's what I like fucking doing. And, and it's just... The passion's gone and everybody's looking towards money. Like, when, yeah. I, when I get on Instagram, all I see is how... If you don't have $20,000 in your bank, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. No, no, that's not the fucking point. I don't have $20,000 in my fucking bank. And I'm completely happy living the way I do right now. You yeah. know, so I work, I. A, work a full-time job, and I do this podcast on the side. I'm completely happy. Yeah. And and it, it, I see a lot of shit on Instagram. Instagram's so toxic, and then again, it's, it's funny. But there's so much shit that I see on Instagram, and it's like, how to make a million bucks in a year, or how to make a million bucks when you're 17 or 18, or how to trade stocks, how to do this, and how to do that, and it shows you 16-year-olds that have fucking Bugattis and shit like that, and and that's awesome. I'm glad that they were successful in what they did, but people set their, their bar to that. Like that's their standard. They're like, why don't I have two million in the bank right now when I'm fucking twenty five? Don't don't compare yourself to other people like that. You know, like I could sit here and compare myself to fucking Joe Rogan all I want, but I'm not fucking Joe Rogan. No. You know what I mean? I just like doing what I do. I yeah. like talking to people, and that's that's what I fucking do, and that's what it needs to be about. Everybody lost that soul and that passion for the music. That they used to be. Yeah, and how I don't even know how the fuck long we've been talking, but you know, sitting here with you, it's just as relaxing with the fucking headphones on as it is just sitting here bullshitting with you without the headphones on. It's been an hour and eleven minutes. God damn! See, that's how much I fucking know. I mean, I just think we've been sitting here just bullshitting. That's it. 
That's it, man. <clears throat> I think that's the fucking way it ought to be. You know, if you're going to do something, you know, goddamn. I mean, that just full circle. Be good at it. Let that be your passion. And uh, focus. Focus on it. If that's what you want to do, do it. You know? Oh, yeah. I, I think that's a good way to end this episode, man. Um, you know, if you're passionate about something, go after it. If you're really, truly passionate about it, it doesn't matter about the money. That's just, right. just, just do it, man. And not trying to get a fucking sponsorship from Nike, but just fucking do it. Like, you know, play guitar, make your podcast. Doesn't matter what the fuck it is. Just yeah. fucking, just get started. Go buy your little cheap guitar and start on it. Learn some YouTube, you know, some shit from YouTube or. Amen with that, yes sir. You know, and and just. You know, just get started. That's the hardest part, you know. Don't be so scared to do it. Get out there and get started. Yeah, and don't let, never, never, never let anybody bring you down. Never. All right, man. I appreciate you coming back on and talking about some of the history of rock and roll and opinions and shit. Hell yeah, I'll, I'll talk shit and, and sling bullshit words and all kinds of fantastic stuff. Hell, anytime you need me to. I will have you on in the future. I'll oh. let you know. I'll be damn glad to be back. All right, man. I appreciate you, and we'll see y'all next time. All right. Thanks, Nate. Adios.